Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company, to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road, to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life. Because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorcom, where we take the time to speak with small cap executives right after big important news. With us today, I'm happy to have him back again, Ryan Brown, the CEO at North Bud Farms. The cover trades on the CSE on the stock symbol NBUD, NBUD, and for our friends in the U.S. on the OTCQB on the stock symbol NOBDF. For those of you who knew the story, and it is going to be a lot of you because the company just went public in September at a great fair market valuation because they want to provide that, that upside for shareholders. They're a late stage cannabis applicant for about 25,000 square feet of indoor space and about 500,000 uh, square feet of outdoor space that's intended to come on later this year. But what we're really here to talk about today, huge headline, I'm gonna read it. Uh, they signed a $20 million binding letter of intent uh, to acquire Eureka Vapor, uh, that's a multi-state license operator out of the U.S., and they're going to use this to enter the U.S. market. Big news. Ryan, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, George. All right, so $20 million. This is, this is no small acquisition here. This is major. Why are you acquiring Eureka, Eureka Vapor? Um, a few months ago, uh, we sat down a, as a group and um, kind of charted out what we thought the most logical growth steps would be for, um, for Northbud um, as a company. Um, obviously, we're very keen and still very bullish on our, our Canadian cultivation asset that we're, uh, build, that we're building out. Um, but obviously, um, there's some limitations to, uh, to, being only, uh, to that being the only kind of business element within your company. Um, I have a lot of contacts in the United States, uh, in the U.S. cannabis industry. Um, so a few months ago, we started looking at potential acquisitions, um, potential merger partners, um, did a, you know, looked at a variety of different companies, um, and we're really excited to be moving forward uh, with Eureka Vapor, um, a company that we believe uh, is a legacy operator in the U.S., has tremendous brand recognition, uh, tremendous brand following, uh, and also shares some of the same uh, key corporate values use that Northbud does uh, as well as far as providing you know high quality products um, to a, um, a consumer base that you know we like to classify as experienced uh, experienced consumers uh, and so for for those reasons um, you know we we entered into a discussion with them and, and quite quickly we're able to come to uh, a binding LOI and uh, we'll spend the next couple months on our final due diligence um, hoping to close that transaction by the end of May. And what I found really exciting about the, the press release, because you have to halt actually on the press release, is two things. On a, in addition to the $20 million purchase price, there's a bonus on the table, $25 million, another $25 million to the Eureka team. So does that speak to your confidence in, and you know, the confidence on both sides of this equation as to potential future growth and how much bigger just this arm of the company gets? 
exactly. What we wanted to do was we wanted to um, find a mechanism that allowed uh, Eureka Vapor and the operators of Eureka Vapor that are also the major shareholders of their company um, to monetize the, the real value that we, we thought they were bringing to the table. California market is, is very much a market in transition right now, uh, transitioning out of the old Proposition 215 regulations um, into the new cannabis uh, adult use regulations. Um, so obviously there's, there's you know, some transition um, going on uh, and putting a, a value on a lot of these companies right now is, is difficult. Um, and so we came up with what we thought was a novel model um, where basically they're going to be paid for future revenue as well as uh, historical revenue. Um, in a meth in a manner that also protects the North Bud investors um, right. because the calculations are being done uh, based at a minimum share price of 35 cents or the 30 day volume weighted average um, as well as the milestone payments are issued in a similar under a similar structure as well as provide Eureka with a, a, a platform for them to really monetize their um, you know, long-term value um, to create a uh, company that's doing substantial revenue um, with exposure in, uh, you know, the largest federally legal jurisdiction being Canada, as well as uh, California and Colorado, which are by all accounts, the most developed uh, retail markets uh, that exist uh, in the world right now. Well, let's talk about their success. And if you can't be specific, uh, at least uh, if, you're, if it's possible, give us uh, an idea. You know, how big is Eureka in terms of, uh, if you want to talk about units or revenues or income, and if you can't tell us the numbers, uh, can you shed some light on it with the profitable and, and, and high growth, those kind of things? Yeah, I mean, Eureka has shown um, substantial year-over-year -year organic growth. Um, they've, you know, there's only four shareholders. They've, uh, they've really funded this thing themselves. They fund it with free, ca free cash flow. Um, they've, uh, you know, in 2015, when they moved into the Colorado market, which at the time was a very saturated, um, very highly regulated market, they were able to, um, you know, immediately, um, pick up market share, uh, and really, uh, carve out a niche for themselves in what we believe is the largest single consumer base that exists in the cannabis space, which is the existing cannabis user. Uh, and so they, you know, the proof is kind of in the pudding with how they've expanded their brand and generated revenue in, in California and also in a more regulated environment in Colorado. Um, right now we, we you know what's been disclosed to us was 2018 revenues of approximately uh, 11 and a half million Canadian. Wow. Um, Profit margins in net margins in and around the 16% range, uh, which is obviously you know very you know very good and uh, really positive to the uh, you know the future uh, the future outlook of the company. So this is going to be great for your income statement going forward naturally and make the company even more attractive to you know the institutional side the you know the the, the, the brokerage side and even retail investors now that you'll. Uh, assuming this closes because it looks like it, it looks like it's that's pretty you know that's pretty positive but make it more attractive to uh, to the financial space I think uh, for a company our size doing any acquisitions that are not revenue based um, doesn't make a lot of sense um, we already have a you know speculative um, pre-revenue uh, operation that we are, are very bullish on but obviously our timelines to revenue there's a lot of factors that uh, that the boil into that we're seeing in the canadian market right now um a real learning curve and uh you know a very slow adoption of the legal market by the cannabis consumers in canada and so rather than sit around and wait for that market to mature and market to 
um, establish itself, uh, we thought that it was in the best interest of Northbud as a company and our shareholders long term to look at existing revenue generating established businesses in the U.S. Ryan, it's interesting that you mentioned M&A. So is this a one-off here or is this the beginning of more M&A? Because you and your team have had a fantastic uh, history of mergers, acquisitions, taking companies public. So it wouldn't surprise me. Is this the start of something else? Uh, originally, it wasn't in the cards. Um, we actually were contacted by quite a few operators in the U.S., some that I had an existing relationship with, others that I didn't, um, that are looking to um, partner up with a, a Canadian company that provides a, uh, you know, a realistic valuation um, and, you know, the, 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 right, uh, the right type of structure um, and shared corporate culture um, to, to, to merge with, or in this case, to, to be acquired by. Uh, and so that, um, you know, that kind of change of direction for us has yielded significant conversations with a variety of different groups in all sorts of states in the U.S. Um, we wanted to uh, to execute on this uh, this transaction with Eureka first um, because we believe they're operating in an extremely high margin segment of the industry uh, and also a segment of the industry that is uh, is coming online in Canada come October. And so for us right now, our focus is getting the Eureka transaction closed, as well as entering into agreements with other Canadian producers, um, white label manufacturers in Canada to get the Eureka brand into Canada um, for October when uh, vaporizer pens and cartridge style vape pens um, hit the market. Um, and uh, will this yield more M&A activity? I would hope so. Um, Northbud's open for business. We're listening to all proposals, uh, looking at a variety of different options. And if it makes sense to us, makes sense to our partners and our shareholders, um, absolutely we'll look at it. Well, I got to give you credit. You guys really know how to start things off with a bang. $20 million binding letter of intent, twenty and an additional $25 million in potential payouts to, uh, uh, to the, I guess, the shareholders of Eureka Vapor. And what I also liked was the fact that only 10% of that $20 million stock was going to be uh, was was going to be uh, given uh, or uh, given to the uh, to the management team of, of Eureka, with the rest of it uh, being earned out over time and being released over time. So that also speaks great volume to their confidence in where Northbrook's going to go. So you know they're willing to accept those kind of terms and and be fair and and, and grow for the future. I think that bodes well for everyone that's watching this. Yeah, and I think structuring deals like that for a company our size, in my mind, really is the only way to do business. Um, we're not in a position to be issuing, uh, to be doubling our float size, um, to be offering, you know, the, the, those types of, of, of share incentives um, to companies that aren't going to be um, in it for the long haul. Um, these guys are, are, are serious operators. Um, their level of, uh, of knowledge and expertise in and around the extraction space is like nothing I've ever seen before. And uh, as you know, um, I've been in this game for a long time. Uh, and so for me to come away, kind of blown away with their, uh, their product knowledge and their, their you know, level of trade secrets and their understanding of the space that they operate in, um, as well as being willing to enter into a fair agreement that pays them based on the revenue that they bring to the table um, while providing value to Northbud and the Northbud shareholders. Uh, for me, it's kind of like a match made in heaven, so to speak. Last question for you. This is a binding letter of intent, which is different from a basic letter of intent because you guys have already agreed to terms, agreed to everything. It's scheduled to close May 31st. Uh, naturally, there are shareholder approvals, exchange approvals, all those things get out of the way. Anything you see that could be a potential uh, hurdle in all this, or you guys have a high degree of confidence that this is going to close by May 31st and away you go? 
um, since the first day of negotiation, they've been extremely transparent with, uh, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly uh, as every company has. Um, very, very comfortable. I have a longstanding relationship with the CEO of Eureka Vapor. So there's a familiarity there. Uh, and I'm very, very confident that, uh, that, that things are going to move ahead uh, quickly um, and, uh, and obviously in a, in a compliant fashion. Um, we're, uh, we're really excited to, uh, to get this one put away uh, and uh, continue to grow what will be the, uh, the joint companies of, uh, of Northbud and Eureka moving forward. Well, it's the middle of March here, so you're not too far from, from this closing. So we're, I'm pretty sure we're going to have you back on. But in the meantime, congratulations on a fantastic acquisition. The market obviously liked the news when it came out. Uh, keep it coming. Good luck with the close. We're looking forward to having you back you know, in or, in or before May 31st where you pop in the champagne and it's official. No, thanks a lot. And we're, you know, we're really uh, encouraged by the market reaction as well. And where we think the real value is going to come is, you know, three months, six months post-acquisition when we're starting to bring Eureka revenue onto the, uh, onto the books and really showing um, how, how valuable and profitable of a, of a joint entity we are post, uh, post-transaction. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. Look forward to having you back. Everyone at home, you heard it straight from Ryan Brown. He's CEO of Northbud Farms. The company trades on the CSE and the stock symbol NBUD. And for friends in the U.S., on the OTCQB under the stock symbol NOBDF. You've heard it from Ryan. Do your due diligence. Get to Agoracom. Look up all the information you need about the company. Uh, watch previous videos with Ryan. See the great news and great communication he has with shareholders. And watch for the closing of this transaction because it's a great one. I'm really happy about it. I'm a shareholder. So assume I'm conflicted. But I love what I see, and I think you will too. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a fantastic day. We'll see you next time.